0: Okay, so um, I'm going to go into Act 3, Scene 4, or Scene 5. Scene 4 is the dinner scene, and I think everybody was here for that, so I'm not recording it. So um, Scene 4, we're at a heath. So all of our three witches are there, and they're meeting with Hecate. And just so you understand that Hecate is the goddess of witchcraft. So she's like the person in charge of the three witches. So the first witch says, Why, how now, Hecate, you look angrily. So when it says you look angrily, we obviously understand that, obviously, Hecate's angry at them. And now we're gonna find out why. Have I not reasoned, bedlams, as you are, saucy and overbold? I'm gonna read the whole thing, Hecate's full monologue, and then come back and walk you through the different parts, okay? Have I not reasoned, bedlams, as you are, saucy and overbold? How did you dare to trade and traffic with Macbeth in riddles and affairs of death? And I, the mistress of your charms, the close contriver of all harms, was never called to bear my part or show the glory of our art. And which is worse, all you have done hath been but for a wayward son, spiteful and wrathful who, as others do, loves for his own ends, not for you. But make amends now, get you gone and at the pit of Acheron. Meet me in the morning. Thither he will come to know his destiny. Your vessels and your spells provide, your charms and everything beside. I am for the air this night I'll spend, unto a dismal and fatal end. Great business must be wrought ere noon upon the corner of the moon. there hangs a vaporous drop profound, I'll catch it ere it come to ground. And that distilled by magic slights shall raise such artificial sprites, as by the strength of their illusion shall draw him on to his confusion. He shall spurn fate, scorn death, and bear his hopes above wisdom, grace, and fear. And you all know security is mortal's cheapest enemy. Okay, so we're going to go back to what um, Hecate is saying. So in lines three, four, and five, she says, how did you dare to trade and traffic with Macbeth in riddles and affairs of death? So she's mad at them for giving him his prophecies, especially the way that they did it, by giving them in riddles, because then it made him think that he needed to do something to make them happen. Okay, so then going down to lines eight and nine, the other reason why she's mad is, um, was never called to bear my part or show the glory of our art. So she was mad because she wasn't involved. Why didn't you call me and let me help you out with this? Okay, so line 11, to 13. The other reason why she's mad is when she says, um, loves for his own ends and not for you. Macbeth does not worship the witches. So the fact that they gave him these prophecies and gave him these good tidings of becoming king and giving it to somebody that doesn't worship the witches, that bothered Hecate. But then she tells us on lines 16, 16 and 17, it says, thither he will come to know his destiny. So she knows that he's coming back. He'll be back to get more information. Then look at line 21, where it says, um, unto a dismal and fatal end. They're going to give him some more prophecies that are going to uh, make things go really downhill for Macbeth. And here's how they plan to do it. Okay, so on lines, 25, line 27, Okay, so they said that they are going to raise such artificial sprites as, by the strength of their illusion, shall draw him on to his confusion. So they plan on giving him some new prophecies that are going to confuse him, and that's going to that confusion is going to cause him to spurn fate, scorn death, and bear his hopes of wisdom, grace, and fear. It's going to make him feel invincible, and that is going to lead to his downfall. And then the last two lines are some of the another great set from um, Shakespeare and you all know security is mortal's chiefest enemy. And that goes along um, in everyday life. Like if you are in a sports team and you guys are a decent team and you guys are playing a team that's not so great, like you tend to go in there a little bit overconfident, a little cocky. And a lot of times if you go in there overconfident and you think you can just play whatever, it ends up backfiring on you and things go downhill. And that is what Hecate is saying here. If we make him feel secure, which has been his big problem since the beginning of this play is he has not felt secure in his crown. If we make him feel secure, it's going to lead to his downfall. Hark, I am called. My little spirit, see, sits in foggy cloud and stays for me. Come, let's make haste. She'll soon be back again. Okay, so that's kind of just what the witch's plans are for Macbeth.